This is the DTC podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Boys and girls, it is time to hustle and get rich. Lights, camera, action in three, two, one. Welcome to DTC. Welcome into Defeating the Curse. The Wizards have just tied up this series. Two games apiece. I'm going to say it just right out the top here. The Celtics are complete trash. I've been saying it for two weeks. I, you know, I was ready to walk it back after we couldn't keep a lead in games one and two. But after games three and four, this team is complete garbage. 100% hot garbage. They are completely overrated. You know, I'm not going to kill Isaiah Thomas because I know he's dealing with a lot Um of family issues, but the dude can't play any defense whatsoever. He's a defensive liability for his team. The Wizards came out first quarter, first four possessions. Bradley Beal, back him down. Bradley Beal, back him down. John Wall, back him down. Marquise Morris, back him down. He's a defensive... Otto Porter, back him down. Otto Porter. It, it doesn't matter. They, they, I love the adjustment that Coach Brooks has made. They've, they're going right at IT. They're forcing him to play defense. The guy runs out of... He's out of energy, basically, by the start of the second quarter or halfway through it. And the team, the team just looks completely different. And and I'll tell you, the Celtics when they when they've beaten the Wizards all season long, we we were we said this during the broadcast, and they put it they flashed it on the stage as well or on the the screen as well. When the Celtics beat the Wizards, which only happens in Boston, they win by about ten points. When the Wizards beat the Celtics, which only happens in D.C., it's by twenty three plus points. They have been outplayed in every game this series. 22-point lead in Game 1, 17-point lead in Game 2, 14-point lead in Game 3, 26-point lead in Game 4. The Wizards are the better team. We've been saying this. I've been saying this for a long time now. They are the best team in the Eastern Conference. They are the team that nobody wants to see, including the Cavaliers. And here we are. It's 2-2. We go back to Boston. I have full confidence in this team. Uh, we were. I was definitely wavering a little bit after Game 2 when they couldn't hold on to that lead, but... I mean, this is uh, this is the perfect cap to a great sports weekend here in D.C. The Wizards were just unstoppable tonight. I'll tell you what, the Wizards were the better team in all four games. The Wizards let the lead slip in games two and one and two, and maybe that Kelly Oubre uh, Olenek flop in game three changed changed the dynamic of this series. And I've been saying this since the beginning of the playoffs. Jan Mahimi is a game changer. His stats are not going to show up in the box score, but the guy stops people in the paint. The guy is a game changer. Coincidentally, since he's played in game three and four, they've won, and they've pretty much crushed the Celtics in, a, in eight quarters straight now. This series is a completely new series, completely new ball game, 0-0. The Celtics have home court advantage for the next three. The Wizards got to steal one at home, and I think it's got to be game five. It's a real advantage, though, right? I mean, the Celtics are a better team at home, just like the Wizards are a better team at home. The difference is the Wizards went into Boston, had an incredible lead in game one. They couldn't hold on. Had an incredible lead in game two, lost it, built it back, had a chance to win that game at the end of regulation, ultimately goes to overtime and the Wizards lose. But guys, I mean, there isn't a single Celtic right now that's playing outplaying any Wizard right now, position for position. And and Mahimi has been a difference maker. He clogs up the paint when, when he comes in with the second unit. He helps pace and spread the floor on the on the offensive side. And, and the reality is, 
we've said this before as well. The playoffs are, are as much about coaching as they are about the actual play and the strategy. Scotty Brooks has made some fantastic adjustments here, playing Wall in, in limited stretches with the second unit. I still don't like the Wall-Jennings pairing, but the team is the team has responded to those changes. Well, the other thing is the bench has always been a problem um, all season long for the Wizards. First round of the playoffs, the bench was still a problem. Just until the last two games has the bench kind of come alive. Bogdanovich is finally back hitting his shots. He had 19 points um, on Thursday. What did he have today? Probably 15 or something like that. 13 points today. So the guy is back. Otto Porter is finally hitting his shots. This team is just so much more than Bradley Beal and John Wall in the past two two games, and that's been the difference maker. I'll agree with that, but tonight's difference maker was I'm going to give it to Bradley Beal. Welcome back to, Thank to you this for playoff shooting. series. Thank you for shooting well. Oh, my God. It was such a relief to see him actually hit his shots. It, I mean, it opens up the entire offense when you actually have to account for him. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, I, I agree with LP. Uh, Jan is, is definitely Can the we get Hold on, guy. hold on. We got we to gotta talk about this. <laughs> it's Jan of, Mahimi. Listen, listen, Jan. Bro, listen, listen. Okay, a lot of people listened to the last podcast and they called me out. Oh, Joe doesn't know what Jan's name is. I know what Jan's name is, okay? But anybody who knows me also knows I have a huge pet peeve against people with foreign names, having grown up in our environment, you, you just change it, okay? Like, it's spelled a certain way, pronounce it a certain way. No. That being said, he's been a difference maker, and, and nobody's going to argue with I was, that. I was thinking about it. So how do you think the games would have gone in one and two if he was present? I think those leads that we had in one and two after the first quarter, they would have been sustained when the bench came on if he were there. I don't think it would have been wiped out. Boston or no Boston... I mean, it the he came in in game three, and you could just see right away it was completely different. It's impossible to know if, if they would have been able to hold. Obviously, right? It's revisionist history. We would never know. Right. But I agree with you. Maybe, maybe it wouldn't. Maybe the swing in momentum wouldn't have been so pronounced. Maybe the Wizards can hold on or nurse a lead into the fourth quarter, kind of the way they did uh, in game two with Jason Smith coming in and kind of just helping a little bit more. Uh, but I think it's as much about uh, Mr. Bo Buckets as it is about about Mahimi. When this guy shoots with the second unit, at any point in time, the Wizards have three shooters on the court. Um, when the starters are in, it's four. When the when the second unit is in, when specifically when when Bojo's hitting his shots, if Porter's in with that unit or if it's if it's Wall, they can still spread the court. They can run the same offense. Right. And all Brandon Jennings has to do is continue to drive into the paint and drive and kick the way Wall does. That's why I'm not a I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not a huge fan of um, of having Wall and Jennings on at the same time simply because they're the same guy. And Jennings isn't going to cut off the ball. He's not going to do anything to create his own shot or to, to create space on the court. Um, but that being said, when, when, when Bojo is shooting the way he's shooting, I mean, he had 10 boards in the last game. I think he had another seven or eight tonight. When he's playing like that, he makes it, he's an impossible yeah, and, matchup for a second year. And, and like you were saying, it does come down to coaching. Um, and Brooks, Brooks realized that because he said after game two that Bojo needed more minutes, and he, he did it, and it's paying dividends, right? So hats off to Brooks. He's, he's coaching us up. Um, the Celtics are pretty good, but um, like I was saying, th- this game is all, all, all about to change right now because those leads, right, a 22-run last game, 22-0-run, a 26-run this game, I mean, we're, we are the dominant team. And, Joe, you've been saying it more than, than the last two weeks. You've been carrying us 
and saying that that the 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 domination of the Wizards right now is just we are the better team. What what was the stat you said last podcast of the quarters? How many quarters we've been dominating? It was uh, la- at the end of last game. It was nine of twelve regulation quarters. Uh, nine of thirteen. Right. If so you, you include overtime. So but tonight you add, add another three because the first quarter was. First quarter was kind of a push. Yeah, this the Wizards are the better team. Absolutely, hands down, all around the Wizards are a better team, and when the bench is playing well, like they have been for the past two games, this is just such a dominant team. And I have zero fears of any other team in the Eastern Conference. I don't care who it is, LeBron and his um, All Star team or whatever it is that's seventy five years old. I am. I have zero fears of anybody in the Eastern Conference. The Wizards are the better team. Scotty Brooks is an amazing coach. He's made a huge adjustment after Game Two, and you can see it's just paying dividends. Jan Mahimi, I can't say enough about the guy. I just can't. Ubre is coming back next next game. You know the guy. Yeah, let's talk be about that fire. for a second. Ubre shouldn't have been suspended this he game. He right? should have been. Absolutely. Like, completely it's flop. It's the playoffs. It's hey, not. It's I, not. I told you guys on the text it was because Kiki was in the stands and he saw it. In person, yeah, you're and probably it, right. It probably looked a lot worse than if he just got a report from somebody like, "Hey, this happened." I mean, I was, was in the there. stands too. The the noise that Olenek made when he hit the ground seemed like an earthquake had happened. I mean, the guy's enormous and just flopped and completely like, can we shook the ground? Can we, can we talk about get, Kelly for a second? Because he he's actually been the difference maker for the Celtics in the two games that they've won. He's played okay. In the two games he's lost, he's essentially disappeared. Now. His box score tonight looks pretty good, right? 14 points. Well, 14 points, no boards, one assist in uh, 23 minutes. Yeah, but how much of those but were garbage the, points in the fourth quarter when, uh, when most, the Most of them were garbage, but I just want to give credit to, our, to the to the guys over at the, the Celtics uh, Celtics Over Easy podcast because they, they pretty much nailed it a week ago after game one. Exactly a week ago uh, tonight, they basically came on and they said, if, the, if Kelly Olynyk shows up and he's aggressive, driving to the basket, crashing the boards, he's a hard matchup for anyone on the Wizards. Now, granted, at the time, Mahimi wasn't in the lineup, I think that completely changes now, obviously. Mahimi is proven to be basically with two weeks of rust, no practice, still a superior basketball player um, than, than Kelly Olynyk. So it, it's encouraging to see what this team is doing right now. Um, you know, let's talk about game five, though, looking forward. We, I mean, this is a game, games three and four were completely different than games one and two, only in the sense that the Wizards were able to extend leads, finish quarters, and ultimately win these games. But they've had a lead in game one and two in Boston. So now they get a, a, an extra day off. They don't go back. They, the game in the Garden is on Wednesday. What do you, I mean, how do the Wizards pull this game out in Game 5? How do they take what they've built now over in Games 3 and 4 and take it on the road and really put their their fist into the into the gut of the Celtics and force force them to come here and have to win um, you know, later on in the week? But one game at a time, how do we win Game 5? If you go back and look at Games 1 and 2, you can see that the Wizards starters dominated the Celtic starters, hands down, easy domination. The difference is in games three and four, the bench came in and either kept up the lead, pushed it, or just didn't wet the bed, essentially. So that's got to be the key to the rest of the series. We know that the Wizards starters are just so much better than the Celtics starters. It's just, it all comes down to the bench. It all comes down to um, Bogdanovich being able to, to hit his shots and just scoring off the bench, but not only scoring, but uh, guarding the three-point line. You know what? I'm, I'm glad you brought up the three-point line. I want to shift it to offensive three-point line. So Morris was completely unaccounted for today outside of the uh, outside of the arc. He was hitting every shot, and it was it was money, right? They weren't accounting for him. 
They're doing everything. I mean, it, like I was saying, they, they picked their poison. Morris attacked them. And then, and then you just have John Wall, who just went off the rails, right? In the second half, he just went off the rails. That has to happen in game five. Like game, Today's game showed that we don't have to get out to the fast start. We played at even pace up until halftime. It was one game. The second half, completely different game. It showed that we don't need to be the, the fast start offense. So the one thing I want to say is bench play good. Yes. Starters play good. Yes. But I'm, I'm really happy with, um, with, with Jennings and how he's been performing. Like you've been saying, his defense has actually gotten better. He isn't an, an open door anymore on defense. So, yeah, the bench productivity has to be up. The starters are getting their shots. Porter's hitting his threes. Morris is now... Morris not being in foul trouble is huge, and I think it's, it's been it's I been think, incredible. I actually. think Jan is actually a big a big person to help with that, right? Well, look at look at Gortat. I mean, you don't have to look past Gortat. Six point seven boards, and uh, you know he played twenty six minutes. I mean, if Gortat is only going to play twenty six or twenty five minutes a night, he's we're in great shape. Well, you we're, also we're have Jason Smith, who's been getting rest essentially for the for the past couple games, except in garbage time. So. Our, our forwards and our, our front court that has been lacking depth all of a sudden now has that depth, which is going to be a game changer. For me in game but, five, I, I still, I still want to see a, I, I want to see a different look. I am not comfortable with Brandon Jennings, especially down the, you know if it's a closer game when, when they're blowout games and you just want him to dribble around and do a little uh, you know a little and one mixtape type stuff. I, I don't care so much, but in the closer games, it, especially when he came in or came onto the court in games one and two, he just didn't. He didn't. He couldn't run the offense, and I think Mahimi will help to some extent with that. But you know, I'm a big Trey Burke guy, and I know he's a liability. I know he's a liability on offense, but he's not more garbage. Liability. Well, garbage. Say what you want. The guy couldn't even bring the ball past half court. He's a point guard. That's I, your only job. That's I your main job. I understand. He's but, garbage. But you know what you're going to get, and the Celtics know what they're going to get out of Brandon Jennings. Which he's is got no confidence. Points. He's garbage. Well. They're gonna you have to make an adjustment. Somebody, you They're can't have to make an adjustment. Cold right? off the bench in the in the playoffs like this. I mean, he's played in the past two games in garbage time, but you can't just bring someone off the bench and allow. And I agree with you. Expect them to. I agree with produce. you. But I expect. Okay, so my expectation for Game Five, the Wizards are gonna come out hot. I expect them to build just as they've done now in three of these four games, a 10, 12 point cushion in the first quarter. I expect it to dwindle by halftime. Like it's it's kind of the same game. I mean, even today. It was back and forth. I mean, the Wizards pulled out. First of all, I, I made a comment on Twitter, um, and I stand by it 100%. If there was a prop bet that the Celtics would miss the first four to seven shots of every single game, I would take it. These guys can't hit a shot when the game starts. It takes it clearly takes them half a quarter to find a rhythm offensively, and by then the Wizards are usually... I mean, they didn't shoot especially uh, you know very well today, but they still had a six, seven-point lead, but it, it comes and it goes. We were tied at 48 at halftime, Third quarter came out. I don't know what Coach Brooks said to the Wizards, but they came out hot. They came out pissed. They came out fiery. And they just, everything was falling. Everything to the basket. And that was the biggest difference I saw. They put the ball on the court and they kept driving to the basket. They didn't settle for jumpers. Um, they, they took threes when they were there. But in transition, they pushed the pace. They got to the rim and they got a ton of and ones. I hate this saying, but... We were playing with swag. I hate that saying. It means nothing to me, but everyone understands it. We're playing with swag. And when you have John Wall doing crazy behind-the-back passes, going to Gortat, doing all those things, it's it's so much fun to watch, right? Like, they know 
they know they're having fun. They know the game's a lock. And that's when they start playing their game. They're not getting in their own way, getting in their heads. They're attacking the paint. They're, they're hitting the threes. Everything's dropping for them. And that's what needs to happen in, in Boston, right? So you just got, they just have to go out there and have fun. I'm sounding like LP with the bumper sticker sayings, but they have to go out there. They have to have fun. I mean, it is a difference maker. When, when, John, when John Wall gets that rhythm and he, and he can hit the mid-range jumper and he can do the crazy assist passes that we've come to know, it's, it's a completely different team. Guys, I'll say this. The Wizards are the better team, but don't sleep on Boston. This, this series is not over yet. It's 2-2. Boston still has home corner advantage. Brad Stevens is a fantastic coach. He's going to make yeah, his he adjustments. Is. He is. So you can't, the Wizards can't sleep on these guys. They can't um, let the swag hit them too much. Um, it's it's so, still an open, open but series. But the Wizards are the better the team. The Wizards are the better the team. The Wizards and are the better team, position by position. We, we, this goes back now over a month. We've been talking about the, the point guard battle in the East. I mean, we saw what Cleveland did today. And, you know, let's talk about them for a second, then we'll, we'll break and we'll try to get some callers in here too. Let's talk about what Cleveland did today, right? They they closed out the Raptors in four. You know, I was giving uh, some of our boys from uh, North Mexico a hard time uh, today on Twitter and on Facebook. Like these these clowns couldn't pull out one win. They couldn't pull out a win, one. So, and Kyle Lowry's probably not coming back. And exactly, I mean that team is going to have I mean, to be should revamped. Come back, yeah. But but Cleveland, with the help of the NBA, is going to get another eight days off before either the Wizards or the Celtics. Well, don't they need it? Isn't their average age like sixty five? <laughs> well, I mean, say what you want. I mean, they're playing they're playing really good basketball. I mean, you, they're, they're you, closing people out in four can, games. You can say NBA conspiracy, but the the truth is they swept. So, I mean, if you State, Golden State's going to get the same They the did what they were rest. supposed to do. Right. I, I get it. Um, but, you know, the Wizards also, I mean, we, we talked about this, right? The, the days off between games and all that stuff, it's fine. They want the big teams on the big, the big market nights. I get it. But this team is now headed to the Eastern Conference Finals. They're playing fantastic basketball. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They're, they're healthy. The Cavs are. I mean, they're in the, oh, okay. in the Eastern Cavs. Conference Finals, right? I mean, um, <laughs> you know, so let's let's talk about them for a second. I mean, to look a, a, you know, just a little bit ahead, can the Celtics beat Cleveland in a seven-game series? No. Who says the Celtics is, is I'm just asking. It? I mean, we'll get to the Wizards. Can if, the Wiz- could the Wizards beat them in a seven-game series? I think so. I think we match up better, but... Like like we said this a long time ago, the whole reason Cleveland isn't the one seed is because they wanted to rest, party in Miami, do whatever. But it is proven, and the stats are there, that LeBron come playoff time is a different machine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even since the, well, it was uh, like game five of the finals last year to now, he hasn't lost, something like that. Yeah, like, 10 straight. He's ridiculous come playoff time, and that's why Cleveland didn't care. Hold on, about hold on. He's season. not ridiculous. His team is ridiculous. No, no, no. Don't no, give no, no, him no. all He's, the credit. No, no it there is was LeBron. A, there was a stat I saw earlier today. It He's, is LeBron. I understand, but when you have five all stars on the floor at the same time, Sure, the it's team, gonna the make team it composition easier. is good too. Don't compare him that's to Jordan. Fair. Don't compare him to Kobe well, because he's not at that level. My opinion. No, I'm not blank. I, I I hate that argument because it's nowhere near. A comparison. It's a millennial argument. It is a millennial argument. Well, he's argument. the king of the millennials. But the whole point of my question is, well, we agree the Celtics cannot beat this Cleveland Cavaliers team in a in a, in a seven-game series. The Wizards can. Obviously, we have to get past Boston, and that starts on Wednesday in game five. Um, but I'm hopeful, and I think the Wizards will go in there. I think they'll handle their business, and I think they'll, they'll come home uh, with an opportunity to close them out on Friday night. That That's my personal opinion. What do you guys think? That yeah. we close them out? I think so. You I think, think it happens. You think we win game five in Boston? I think so. You think we win game five, LP? I'll take it. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'll take it. All right, let's take a break, and then when we come back on the other side, um, let's get some callers in the house. 
We'll be right back. It's a Wizards win Sunday. Wizards win, baby. We'll be right back. All right, we got our first caller, Mark from New York. Victory Sunday, what you got for us? Dude, what a what an awesome win. Uh, first off, really enjoy the show, guys. You guys are doing very, very well. Thank you, man. Yeah, dude. Um, dude, the first quarter, I was really scared. And then kind of going into halftime, even at 48 was kind of like, all right, what's going to happen? It's just kind of like you're on the edge of your seat. And I was just really glad to see them put the pedal to the metal in the third quarter and put up, what was it, a 26-0 run? 26-0. 26-0, back-to-back games. I take that back. I think uh, Amir Johnson had two points to start the quarter. He had a bucket, and then it was a 24-0 run. Was, no, 20, we, we went 26-0 in the third. It was 26 it in was a row? 26 in a row. 26-0 wow. okay. in the my third. Fault, my fault. Sorry, Mark. Keep <laughs> going. It was complete domination. No, no. It's a, dude, and, and it, was, uh, it was good to see everyone getting involved in the game. It wasn't just like, I mean, obviously it was good to see Beal actually sinking shots, um, you know, while kind of not letting the early – you know, falter where he wasn't making anything kind of get to him. So everyone contributed. And that's what I want to see going up into Boston. We've had a lead in every single game that we've played these guys. It's like we can take them, put them out of their misery, and let's get ready for Cleveland. I want to extend the misery personally, but <clears throat> uh, what, what do you uh, – what, what did you see from the Wizards? Or, I mean, I know you've, you've been watching basketball as long as, uh, as long as we have probably, maybe even longer. I know we used to play a long time ago too. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I remember what do you, the days. You know, I, I, you know, these guys uh, accuse me of being a, a hothead sometimes, and with my hot takes. But I think the Celtics are complete trash. Do you think I'm, I'm, I'm off base there? No, not really. I mean, they're they're like a one trick pony. It's like if Isaiah Thomas is out of the game, then they really have nobody. So I mean, that's, that's Isaiah Thomas is a is a great player, but I that's mean, a he's great just point. not. He's not a good enough player that's going to be able to carry a team. And it's, I mean, they've been able to kind of do their thing throughout the year, but they just, they just don't have that, that X factor. It's like Horford is, is good, but it's like, he's not, he's nowhere. He's just average to me. Like there's nothing that really stands out about what he brings to the table, even though they really rant and they, they love talking about, the Boston players, those those commentators really, really aggravate me, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. This is just a DC really thing. Like we them. never get commentators on our side. I mean, they, these guys don't even never. know who John Wall was until what, like two seasons ago, three seasons ago. These I guys. Mean, this is the uh, this is the CBS Sports College Basketball B team that was calling the Wizards game hey, tonight. It was better than the. <laughs> Q, don't don't the, crap on Doris. The Q I team love, last game. No man, Dor- Doris oh is God. a stud. You don't. They man, were you don't know horrible. Doris is a stud. I, they were horrible at commentating last game. I want the good ones to commentate. Maybe DCT. Maybe well, if I could pronounce it, DTC should go out and try to do uh, one of these games. Uh, Mark, Wizards in awesome. six or yep. Wizards in seven? Uh, Wizards in six. You think the Wiz can get past Cleveland? I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think Boston has an answer for what for what we have. And getting a getting Yon, I get so close to calling him Ian all the time. I yo, yo, I, I, call, I call him Ian all the time. It's Yon. It's because Joe doesn't know anything. <laughs> oh, really? The, the thing okay, that everyone, like, the, it's clearly Yon. If it, looks like, if, if it looks like Ian, I want to say Ian. The guy commentating, his name is Ian. 
So it's like they're, they have three different ways. It's America. Pay. He well, makes no. millions of dollars in America, right? <laughs> it's basically because these commentators on TNT have never watched the Wizards game. That's fair. No, That's also they, fair. they really haven't. And what really aggravated is Greg Anthony said something like, oh, Boston's defense is doing very well. And like they yeah. only held the Wizards to eight points. And it's like, well, the Celtics only have six. So why don't you talk about the Wizards defense <laughs> if they have less points than we do? But yeah, I, respect, I, I really respect. I'll tell you, D- DC, DC insiders, man, we, we watch the game on mute and listen to the radio party. Every, I listen to, I don't even listen to the audio through my TV, I, I love I love Dave Johnson uh, on the call, man. I mean, even yeah. even the oh, nationally televised games, we would still watch the CSN broadcast. Absolutely, I, mean, I don't want anything to do with the national broadcasters. Yeah, but Mark, Mark, we'll let you out on this. If the Wizards get past Boston, when the Wizards get past Boston, when they get past Boston, do you think they yeah. can beat Cleveland in a seven game series? Dude, I I think if there was going to be one team that could do it, it would be us. I, I think we really really match up well. I don't really think Cleveland has the bigs that can kind of hang with Gortat and uh, Mahimi. And I think just, I think LeBron, you know who I think is really going to be good on covering LeBron is getting our boy Kelly Oubre back. I think he is a huge X factor going into this next series. I know we have to finish this series with, with the Celtics first. I, I'm them, really man. trying not them. to overstep it. Celtics but, are trash. But one if, game at a time, though. I, I, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like you're just forecasting the future, but I want the team to take responsibility for each game coming up and just wipe the floor with them just like they did these past two games they know that they're capable of doing that and i don't think the celtics are going to have any answer but to answer the question i really think that we can beat cleveland in in six or maybe even seven games perfect perfect i think we're we're with you man we we uh we're we're with you thank thank, thanks for the call in mark we're 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 a hundred percent with you on that i i think we um yeah, I think we all expect Wizards at least to be able to hang, if not beat Cleveland. Absolutely, I, right? I love the point that he made that their bigs can't compete with our bigs because it it's factual, right? Like, what what big do you see going and taking it to to Gortat? I I, I don't see Cleveland having anyone. That I mean, can Kev, really, Kevin Love can bang around, but he's not yeah. going to though. He doesn't do that. I mean, he's capable, but that's not really his game. Next on the line, we got Tony. Tony, the Wizards were down 0-2, came back 1-2 at the booth. What are your thoughts on the series? What are your thoughts on games three and four? What are your thoughts? Hey, guys, how are you doing? Um, I, I think the Wizards really have all the momentum right now. Uh, they've been playing really good defense on Isaiah Thomas. And uh, I think going forward for them to pull off the series, they're going to have to uh, keep playing really good defense on Thomas. Um, we got to give a lot of credit to Otto Porter, uh, Markeith Morris, uh, Marcin Gortat tonight. They played really, really well. Yeah, they came in uh, big. They just, yeah, they came in big. And, and that 26 0 run, they played incredible defense. I'll tell and you John what. Wall, Bradley Beal. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, uh, John Wall, Bradley Beal played amazing as usual. Um, I, I think they have this one in the bag. I'm, I'm looking forward to the uh, to the East Finals already. I love the confidence. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what. You, you mentioned something that we've been talking about recently is in Series 1 against the Hawks, Bradley Beal, John Wall, it was pretty much a two-man show. You mentioned Marcin Gortat. You mentioned uh, Morris. You mentioned Ubre, You mentioned uh, Otto Porter. These guys have come up big in the series. What do you think? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. They're, they're playing better. They're playing with a better edge. Um, and I think they're, they're confident. I think they have been the better team in this series. They have been outplaying the Celtics most of these quarters. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, the, the, the Wizards are going to pull it off because I think they're the better team. What would you say are the keys to pulling it off? And what's your prediction for the series? Uh, Wizards in six. <laughs> oh, I love it. And uh, boy. Keep, keep playing that defense on Isaiah. It, it, clamping down on Isaiah Thomas is the key. Overrated. He, he makes that team go. He sucks. The guy he, is he tired. Makes that team go. You can tell he's tired. I mean, he's got a lot going on personally. He's playing Go a lot take of care minutes. Of your family. I mean, I don't like. I said, I feel bad killing the guy, but he's overrated. I mean, he, he's just overrated. He, he can't play defense. How can the, how can you be considered an MVP if you don't play any defense? No, if you're he's a liability, not, he's not an MVP. He's not even close. I mean, uh, I take John Wall over him any day. I, I think we all would, but I, I think the nation would at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's shocking to me. The guy's a defensive liability. If if they're gonna put Beal, if they're gonna, I mean, Beal on the block is going to take advantage of him. Porter's going to take advantage of him. Wall's going to take advantage of him. Who, who's he going to guard? He's got, I mean, he can only be on the court so much now if his, if his jumper's falling. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's just a math, a numbers game and they'll trade twos for threes, but he, I mean, he can't play defense. He he's, cannot play defense. He's a scorer. He cannot play defense. Tony, let me ask you this thus far. Who would you say is the wizards MVP of the postseason? Oh, John Wall, no doubt. Absolutely. I mean, is there another There's, is there another answer to that question? John Wall John Wall is the heart Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Free Oubre. <laughs> it's such garbage that he was suspended tonight. So Tony, Absolutely, Tony, yeah. we'll let you out on this. If the Wizards get past the Celtics, when the Wizards get past the Celtics, can we beat the Cleveland Cavaliers in a seven game series? That's 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 a really rough one. Um the Cavs are playing lights out right now. Um but I think we do match up pretty well with them. I take I, I think I take the can, matchup too. We can too, take Tony. them to seven game series. Yeah, yeah. I think no, we can we'll definitely match Cleveland. up with them. Cleveland sucks so, too. So we'll you're saying them. you're saying we go to a game seven with Cleveland? I think we can, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Thanks like for calling it. in, Tony. Well, look, I Thank mean you guys. The, it's the same it's the same thing, right? Like that's two for two, right? Everybody agrees the the Wizards are the better team right now in this series, and we, we expect them to win. I'll tell you, man, the Wizards have this DC family hyped. I mean, this has the hype has never been this awesome. It's great to see. Next on the line, we got Mina from Alexandria. Mina, the Wizards are tied tied the series two two. We went down for the first two, won the second two. What are your thoughts on the series? What are your thoughts on games three and four? I mean, I thought they uh, they played really well at home, but actually, I thought they played really well on the road. Then. You know, they always give up a big lead. And so, you know, these two games at home are very important for them to get. And, you know, I hope that going back to Boston, they're going to be, you know, they're going to have that momentum with them. And you really need a, just one win at Boston, and I think we'll be okay. The funny thing is, is the Wizards at home crushed the Celtics every time they played them in the regular season and in the postseason. So hopefully they could just get one on the road and then bring it back to D.C., I think we'll be okay. Yeah, that's a good point. That's something we talked about a little bit earlier on in the show. Uh, when the Celtics when the Celtics win, uh, they've only beat the Wizards in Boston, and every every one of those games has been 10 points or less. When the Wizards win, it's by 20 points, but they haven't been able to win in Boston. So it's it's interesting that you say that. Um, you know, they're going in. Game 5 is going to be on Wednesday night. Do you expect the Wizards to win? 
I mean, hopefully that momentum carries them to victory. The, the funny thing is, is when they do lose in Boston, they usually go up big by, I don't remember, something like 14 points or something. And then they usually let that lead, you know, drop. And then before they know it, they're, they're losing. And then, you know, they, they, you know, they end up blowing a lead and, and the bench, you know, needs to help out more on the road. And I know it's a very different feel on the road, but, you, you're a playoff team. You have to get one on the road, at least one. And, you know, they, they just have to, to figure out a way to just get away with one and just hold the lead when they're on the road. So hopefully that momentum carries them from these last two wins because, again, they won huge. And, you know, they look very, very good. At least, you know, John Wall did. And the bench, you know, at the end of garbage time, they didn't look too bad. But hopefully yeah. they can keep that momentum going. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, the Wizards have struggled uh, holding leads up in Boston. What would you say is the key to holding that lead or, or winning Game 5, Game 6? I think the key is to just kind of, you know, just keep playing your game and don't let Boston get too into it and, and, and don't let them get... I feel like they let them get in their heads almost. And then the bench, they just need to step up and play better. You know, John Wall, Bradley Beal, they can't do it all. So they need that bench to step up and to just kind of, you know, just play your game and don't get too, you know, freaked out by the crowd and, and, and too worried that you're not on your home on your home court. So that that's something that they need to keep in mind, that just keep playing your game, don't let them get in your heads, and you should be fine. Yeah, home court advantage is a real thing, and, it's clear Boston Boston has a lot of it. I mean that that garden is always loud, and they they get they, they love their team and they're they support them. Um, but you're right, the Wizards have been able to build leads in games one and two to let them slip. Um, but we also, I think, all of us here at the table, we we all accept we we expect them to win Game Five as well in Boston and come home and try to close them out in Game Six. Mina, we'll we'll let you out on this. If the Wizards beat the Celtics or when they beat the Celtics, do you think? the Wizards can beat the Cleveland Cavaliers in a seven-game series? <laughs> I know you really want me to say yes, but... Oh, we there, we, no we know the answer is yes. We're just asking if you agree with us. As no, a guy who's born in I'm D.C. Fine, but doesn't no root chance. for D.C. teams, let us know what you think. No, I root for D.C. teams, but I'm also realistic, man. That team is just too good. And if the Wizards are struggling with, with Boston... I mean, they may not even beat Boston. Imagine what they're going to do against the Cavaliers. Cavs are too good. And LeBron, they, they've swept the, you know, the playoffs so far. And LeBron, I mean, they're defending the title. They're, they're not going to go down without a fight. I think you know, when it's all said and done, it's going to be Golden State versus the Cavaliers, and Golden State's going to win it all. Thanks for, call, thanks for calling in, Mina. I mean, that's how many, how many calls have we taken? How many tweets and and texts have we gotten that everybody expects uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers to, uh, you know, to advance and to play the Warriors? And it's boring, but, you know, I'll be honest, I, I had the Spurs making it, and I don't see how that happens with, the, uh, with, with Tony Parker uh, not playing right now. But um, let's take a break. We'll come back and wrap this up. Thanks for all the callers. Thanks for all the texts. Thanks for all the tweets. One last one I want to read. Our fans are saying, Wizards in six, they have all the momentum, outplayed the Celtics most quarters in the series. They are the better team. I think everyone in the D.C. family feels that way. I think the Wizards are going to pull this out. Let's do this. Let's go, Wizards. Yeah, um, I'll agree with you. It's been a great 
DC Sports Week. Wizards came up big. Caps came up big. They have another one tomorrow. Let's go ahead. Let's score more than three goals because you, apparently man, these Caps games are nerve wracking. That's hey. The key for us is we need to score more than three goals. We're two and zero when we do that, and we're zero three when we don't. So, but you can start to sense the momentum shifting in our direction. So, you got the Caps winning tomorrow night. I got the Caps winning, right? LP, you got the Caps. I got winning the Caps too? winning. I do too. It's a just a homer pick, but I, I I really hope they win. I expect them to win as well. And we got Wizards. We all three of us got Wizards winning on uh, on Wednesday, also, right? Absolutely, we got it in the bag. So great weekend in DC sports all around. It continues on Monday with the Caps, hopefully, stealing another W. They're the better team. It's not even stealing. They they, they should beat this team. They, they should, should beat, beat the, the team. It's the same and, thing with the Wizards. And they it'll be it'll Celtics. be quite the comeback when we do it. So yeah, I'll just go Caps. This. It's been such an exciting couple weeks for Wizards and Caps fans. I mean, exciting. Can't get any well, better? Plus, the Redskins draft was excellent. Exciting yet very very very. It's been tough. Oh Friday Friday was the first day we've had without one of these teams being, you know, active the night before or active that day in a long time. Yeah, but I'm not com- I'm not used to not having a heart attack. So. <laughs> but come on, guys, this this is we're the only city that has two playoff teams. That's right very now. true. Very this true. This is an DC. exciting time to be a DC sports fan. DC is on the rise. Go knock on wood or something. Hey, that, that might end tomorrow night. We we won't forget the Nats too, right? <laughs> Nats are doing great too. So go DC. Go DC. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about? Or are we good? We're good. Let's go Wizards. Maybe the Reds well, will one, get a one GM last thing, by the actually, next by the time next time. We I talk. cooled off a little bit with my bets this past week. I only went six and three. So for the playoffs, I'm still rolling. I'm still doing great. But six and three, we'll get back on track. I tomorrow. think I need to see that to believe it. Well, I send, I don't I send it, it to you every day. Anyway, nobody cares. Anyway, anything else? Defeat the curse. We Let's go. Are out. This has been DTC, your one-stop shop for all things DC sports. Visit us online at www.defeatingthecurse.com. Find us and follow us on all social media platforms at Defeating the Curse. Thanks for listening. Until next time, hustle and get